You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. Conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 282, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become that influential voice in your industry with a podcast. And I'm your host, Anne Marie Cross, the Podcasting Queen. Now, my guest today says making art is more than just a hobby. For many of us, it is a calling. And joining me on today's show is Jessica Vander. Wingard, or Wingard, I hope I pronounced that correctly in Dutch. <laughs> now, Jessica is an independent filmmaker and her most recent work is a documentary feature called I Survived, I Kissed, Dating Goodbye. Now, it is a journey of Joshua Harris, a Christian author and former pastor who reevaluated his signature work, a book that became the Bible for Christian dating. Now, the film has now been released for free as of November the 20th. Now, on today's show, Jessica is going to share that nothing is wasted. All that you go through in life, the ups and the downs and the career sidesteps and the reprimands, they all prepare you for what's in your future. She's going to talk about that if you have a vision for making a difference, don't give up when things get hard. As well as, as an entrepreneur and an artist, Receiving constructive criticism is often hard to swallow, but it's necessary for growth and getting better. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Look, I'm really looking forward to, to diving in. Of course, we were introduced to one another by your wonderful uh, Auntie Helen, who goes to our church, and she just raves on about you. And she said, Anne-Marie, you need to feature Jessica. She's been doing some awesome <laughs> things uh, on in her career. So take us back. You've, as I mentioned in the introduction, you've been working um, on a documentary feature called I Survived, I Kissed Dating Goodbye. How did that come about? Yeah, so I um, grew up in Melbourne, but uh, when I was 28, I decided to move to Vancouver, Canada to complete a Master's of Theology. At that stage, I didn't know exactly where that would lead. Um, I was thinking I would head more down an academic path. My previous um, education was in film and television, but I kind of thought I'd left that in the past. And uh, so after I was in Canada, I'd done my first year at Regent College doing a master's level degree in theology, which um, if you've attempted one of those, you'll know that they're quite difficult. <laughs> uh, after the first year, I ran into Joshua Harris, who had come to Regent College as a student himself. And I knew him well. His books were books that I had read many times over as a teenager, um, reading his journey through um, relationships and understanding um, sexual purity mm. and um, and how we we would seek to honor God in that area of our life and um, I had now come to a stage of disagreeing with a lot of what he said yeah. and then lo and behold here I am Australia an Australian girl all the way in Vancouver him uh, a guy from the US also in Vancouver at the same little theology grad school and um, yeah, we uh, we met and we began um, along with a lot of the other students. We were 
um, studying alongside, we became friends. Mm. And then through that, we, we developed um, an idea around making a documentary that addressed the fact that Josh himself now, 20 years on, mm -hmm. was reevaluating his books, his signature works and the impact that they had on on my whole generation wow amazing so when you think of the time that you met one another as you said he was from the US you were from Melbourne you'd met in um, Canada and you'd started this discussion what was the time frame to you starting that discussion and then you were obviously creating this um, you know obviously the documentary so what was the time frame in that yeah so we met in um it would be the fall, so kind of, um, I guess you'd say spring 2016, mm -hmm, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, oh, no, it was earlier than that. Gosh, I can't even remember. Um, 2015, so we met around September 2015, and um, I didn't kind of, I wanted to talk to him about this stuff, but I didn't want to pounce on him because yeah. I know he was getting that from all sides, especially online at that mm. time after leaving um, his church ministry, uh, it was about a year later that we decided, um, we began discussions in earnest to, to consider collaborating on a film. Uh, I would be the producer director. He would be sharing his story. Mm. He actually agreed, then said no. And then I had to go back and revisit things, do a lot of soul searching myself. Yeah. So I really felt called to this project. Um, prayed a lot about it, then re-pitched it to Josh in December 2016, and he said yes. And so since from basically January 2017, we began um, work on pre-production, tried to figure out a strategy to, for raising money, and mm. yeah, the rest is history. history. Wow. Thank you for sharing that because, you know, so often we do have an idea and when, and you want to speak into this, you know, nothing is wasted. So it will segue beautifully into that. But taking us on that journey from the time where you had the inkling, you know what, I really want to dive deeper into that, having the discussions with the relevant parties and then obviously having to go through that planning stage, it takes time. And I think mm -hmm. what you said, and it's so beautiful that so often, you know, we're called to do this. God has planted um, various gifts and talents and strengths in us and through various situations, um, he's able to mold our thinking to that and ideas and things like that. And so often, you know, we can take ourselves out of the running through discouragement, disappointment. Um, and, and so, you know, you rode through that. And now, of course, um, it is launched. It's been released for free as of November the 20th, which is really exciting. So let's talk about nothing is wasted. You know, you say that all through your life, the ups and downs, the career sidesteps and reprimands, they all prepare you for what's in your future. So looking back now, I think hindsight is such a wonderful tool and learning opportunity. What are some of the greatest learnings that you've had through going through the experience of, you know, having to produce and all of that good stuff? What are some of the key learnings you've, you've um, been able to gather? Yeah, I feel like um, that whatever the season you're in, um, even if you feel like I'm not currently doing what I really think I need to be doing and where where God's like calling me to long-term or that vision that you feel like he gave you for your life and the passions you have, mm. that the season you're in right now is valuable and it's valuable in ways that you may, that may go far beyond your wildest imagining. Mm. I think back for myself, I, um, I've always had a passion for film and storytelling yeah. since I was young. 
and but after doing a film in my undergrad I I just kind of didn't really feel like continuing it for whatever reason that that passion was kind of nullified a little bit I wasn't really sure why but I did the next thing in front of me at that time uh, a massive tech company who people may have heard of called Apple uh, was just uh, starting in Australia they were kind of going through their gold rush time and um, I ended up working for Apple I started just selling iPhones and you know computers on the on the shop floor and then I ended up being um, a corporate trainer, working in HR and learning a lot of business acumen. Wow. And that cultivated my, um, my confidence as, mm-hmm. a, as a businesswoman and cultivated my, my business savvy. And at the time I was thinking, God, I don't know how you're going to use this, but I'm just trying to do as well as I can. Mm-hmm. The thing, the next opportunity that has presented itself to me. And now that is, you know, Apple has, um, you know, seeing seeing something in me they want to continue to develop. And so they would give me opportunity after opportunity. Uh, and then it was when I personally decided, okay, I feel like God is asking me now to move into the next season that mm-hmm. I resigned from Apple and moved to Canada to do a master's degree yeah. uh, in biology. And um, I, I was with the company for five years. And at that time, often my parents would say, you know, are you going to like go get a job in ministry or in, you know, doing something that, that they thought was more purposeful. And, yeah. and um, I, I felt a desire to go and study theology. I didn't know what that would mean, mm. but they knew that at the same time, I felt God was asking me to be in this season mm-hmm. and serve at, at Apple. And you know what, being a film producer, you need more, more than creativity, you need a business mind. Yes. And you need an un, you need entrepreneurial thinking to be able to pull off something of that scale, a feature length mm-hmm. film. So I'm incredibly grateful that God had me positioned mm-hmm. at Apple for that season. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I mentioned on this show is that my background has been very much for many years in careers. And of course, we talk about transferable skills and, and strengths that we are developing through the experiences in our workplace. And I couldn't agree with you more that, you know, the practical skills that we are learning through the the tasks, and in your case, of course, it was Apple, um, learned, you now are really leveraging those within your work now. And so often what we do is we take for granted or we discredit our previous experiences because we don't think it's relevant. However, we know that God is such a great strategist in that he places us with people and situations that, as we said, we, it develops in us what he knows we need in the next season and how good it is that you, you, you remain firm to that. And I think it was Job, uh, Steve Jobs that actually says so beautifully that often when we turn around, we're able to join the dots but backwards. I mean, that's how God works. Often we think, I have no idea what you're doing, Lord, but there has to be an intention and purpose for that. Something that you say, and I want to talk a little bit about this, if you have a vision for making a difference, don't give up when things get hard. You're in the industry of film, which I think is one of the most amazing industries to be in. But as you said, it is competitive. There are a lot of doors that you need to knock on for funding, and it's it's a very expensive industry to be in. What are some of the things that you've learned, and I'm sure continue to leverage, uh, on a daily basis that you do remain firm to your vision and don't give up 
when maybe door after door that you've knocked on was closed? What are some insights that you've learned? And maybe there were some Bible verses that you clung on to to really see you through those difficult moments. Yeah, it was. Um, if uh, if anyone out there has embarked on um, something as as big scale as producing a film by yourself, or I guess even you know beginning a small business, or um, there are so many different things that just take pulling together an incredible amount of resource and energy and um, manpower mm. um, in in order to achieve something. And you know when we started doing the film. Um, which wasn't the first day of shooting, of course. It was months and months and months before that when we were researching and then tr even trying to organise um, crowdfunding, which is how the film primarily was financed through crowdfunding. Mm. And in that, um, you know, many a time I would just have to get on my knees and pray because, mm. you know, I had reached the end of my capacity to, to action stuff and to... Um, to, to, to activate results, you know, I, I consider myself reasonably good at that. But you know what? Sometimes God wants to humble us and show us that we, we, we can't do it without a deliberate act of seeking him. Mm -hmm. Yes, he, he's in everything we do and, um, and he works through us. But sometimes I think he's asking us to just stop and to go, no, God, again, I'm just refocusing everything on you. I'm I'm with, with my body. I'm, I'm coming to my knees before you and just, and offering it back up to you. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's what we have to do time and time again with the film. You know, now that the film is released and it's, and it's out there for free as a filmmaker, you are the person behind the camera. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not the one who gets the credit and the glory that, that goes to the person in front of the camera, right? Mm -hmm. So again, I have to be willing to go, okay, God, it's not about me. It's about you. It's about you. And if the message is getting out there, that's, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. You know, sometimes, you know, as Christian entrepreneurs and even individuals who are Christians, and of course, in your instance, you were really praying for, for funding and other support, which as you'd said, you'd gotten to the end, exhausted your resources. One of the Bible verses that often has been spoken about, and I want to share it today because I know that someone may be listening or watching that really is praying deeply and strongly into something. And this is, comes from Mark 11, verse 24, where it says in New International Version, therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Now, sometimes, I don't know about you, maybe this is just me, when you are stuck in the absolute, you know, the valley, the pit of the valley, praying, you know, obviously we know is powerful, but actually believing that we have received it can be really challenging. So I wonder, are there some situations that you prayed for that you really had to give up in, in prayer and the, the outcome was far more than you'd ever expected? Do you have some situations that you can share? Um, well, I guess in a sense right now we're, we're praying that that will happen with the film. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it is like the film's only been released for one week and already so far the impact it's having around the globe yeah. is just so humbling. Uh, I've received letters and Josh has as well, Joshua Harris, the yeah. author, received letters from all over the world, Germany, the US, the Philippines, people who are saying that the film impacted them. Mm. So that's that's really encouraging. Um, yeah, and just even, you know, to think back when I was in 
my undergrad, you know, thinking I, I wanted to make a film one day. I want to, I want to do film, you know, God, how's all that going to happen? And just not being sure. And just even thinking now, you know, if, if God had told me way back then when I was, you know, 22, that mm -hmm. 10 years later, I would have made this film, you know, you, you just wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe how awesome God is and, yeah. and, and what he's capable of and what he would do in you in order to, um, to, to bring him glory and mm. to bless his people. Yeah. One of the things that I loved about what you're saying, and it's so true that often we really just have to um, ensure that the reason that we're doing something is not really driven from a self, you know, that selfish point, but often, always really, that is glorifying him and, and his will. And some of the, one of the verses that I love is, you know, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And, and sometimes the desires of your heart, you didn't even realize what they were till it starts to really develop in you. Would you agree that if God had showed you the absolute you know, areas that you were going to be an influence in way back when you were younger, you probably would have said to him, no, 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 I can't do that, Lord. And it's actually the progression that he's built in you and the strengths that have enabled you step by step to to become more you know um more speaking with people communicating so you've grown and he's grown you would you agree that that's true a hundred percent um absolutely I, I from a young age i've actually always been encouraged by something christine kane has yeah. said and um she often talks about how if if she um even though she felt like this calling on on her life god had before her um, service to do and serving others and serving at at Hillsong Church where you know where she was planted yeah. and doing the hard yards behind the scenes where no one saw out of the spotlight in order to prepare her for the platform mm. that that was ahead and um, that's that should be an incredible encouragement to all of us that God is about the heart mm -hmm. and the anointing and he will give you the skills and the talent um, through ways that may seem you know total sidesteps like working at apple for me or mm -hmm. you know any number of other things that that your listeners have experienced yeah. but god is using all of it to build in you what you need for the tasks ahead yeah and sometimes and i love the way that christine uh, kane expressed about the waiting room you know like how we used to develop photos in the dark room sometimes he has us there in a season of what we think is nothing, but really he's developing the character in us so that it's not about us because sometimes we can be quite prideful in that and we think, you know, this was so easy and it was all on our own shoulders, which we know is is certainly not uh, the case. So it's such a great reminder, you know, and so often we're praying for something, but the Lord is saying, you know what, I have you destined for greater things, but you need to just sit here and you need to develop your relationship with me so that when you do step up, some of the other things that are going to come, we're going to talk about that like criticism um, because as we do step up and start to share our voice and, you know, on behalf of him, of course, in the different levels of ministry that we're working, we can come under um, attack, you know, sometimes from people and criticism and so forth. So let's talk a little bit about that because I know many entrepreneurs that are watching and listening are very much service-based. So they very much bring their heart and and who they are into the experience that they're creating for their audience. And similarly with you, you know, this film has everything that you've put into it and it can be really hard 
can't it, to, to listen to, to criticism. So what are some of the things that you've learned along the way to be able to take that on constructively and know when to not allow various feedback to affect you because you know that that's not true? How do you know the difference and what do you do to enable you to just keep moving forward with your eye on the vision? Mm. I'm going to uh, pull in a few different things yes. here that hopefully can be helpful to your listeners. And it's something actually, the first part is something that I learned when I was with Apple. And it was about how their company and their corporate culture, you know, one of the world's most admired companies, how they think about feedback. Mm. And they say you have positive feedback, negative feedback, but then you also have general and specific. Mm -hmm. And they kind of put it in four quadrants. Now, in terms of negative feedback, which none of us really relish, right? Let's be honest. You have general and you have specific. Mm. Now, if someone is giving you general negative feedback, like, oh, it was only okay, or, oh, I've seen you do better. Now, that feedback can often hurt them most. And, of course, it does. It's general. It's, it's not actually giving you any specifics to work on. I think we all have to get better at thinking, like, okay, that feedback is coming from maybe someone who is either they just want to get something off their chest and they're not necessarily invested in your best interests, mm -hmm. right? Because when someone is, then they're more willing and more ready to give feedback that specific that says, okay, there's this particular piece that I saw that maybe you could work on because it'll give you a better result. Mm -hmm. So specific negative feedback that I received constantly in recut after recut after recut of this film was from my professor because this film or at least um, versions of this film were submitted to complete my master's degree so I had an incredible professor who cared about the film cared about me and would give me often harsh criticism mm. but you know what I knew even though it was hard to receive sometimes I knew it was going to make the film better mm. and I just had to die to my ego and you know um and just honestly get over it yes. and in order to action his feedback and make the film better on the on the other side this film in um that's not me I hope coming through it's all right <laughs> you're in demand it's got all these emails coming in of all things that shouldn't be me any anyway sorry about that That's um yeah the dealing with a film like this that is a contentious issue mm. uh josh's book was polarizing to begin with our film is no different uh and it's engendering a lot of emotions in people because relationships mm. and all of that stuff is emotional so we've, we've received criticism and I've personally received criticism from people about the film, um, even about the journey, even about us trying to raise money on Kickstarter for mm -hmm. the film, you know? Mm -hmm. And some of that more general negative feedback, I just have to learn to just let go yeah. because, you know, they don't understand the full story. They're not necessarily interested in the best interests of this project and the, and the vision that God's given me. Mm -hmm. And you know what, sometimes it's just ranting online, as mm -hmm. we've all seen on social media. They're just trying to get something off their chest, yeah. you know, power to them. But I don't have to take it 
and and hold on to it yeah so true such a great reminder for all of us because you know sometimes what that can happen or what that can cause i should say is that we think well if i'm not sharing the voice if i'm not getting out there and speaking about this particular topic in your case of course sharing the message from this documentary then i'm not going to get feedback but if we think of the greatest role model that is Christians that we know and love, you know, Jesus, I mean, my goodness, you know, he gets criticism each and, and every day. You know, sometimes then it's we'll just borrow on his strength and say, well, if, if he can do that and what he did for all of us, you know, obviously giving his life, if he can do that and still love us and just continue forward, then we certainly can too. So tell us what, what, how, here's a couple of things that I would love to ask because I love it when we've got entrepreneurs and visionaries who are creating, especially, you know, when we think we, when we know that we've been called to do this, want to find out how best that we can support you in getting this message out for the movie, uh, the documentary, and how best to connect with you and then what's in your future? So those three things, how can we best support you? What's the best way to connect with you? And what do you see now? What's the next step in your future? Uh, okay, first question, support. Um, I, I am so excited for people to watch the film and I would love to receive your feedback, just mm -hmm. what, what, what you thought of the film, if you want to blog about it, anything you want to do to get the film out there, that's a great support and encouragement to me. Um, I survived ikdg.com is mm -hmm. where you can get access to the film. We're also selling access to all the behind the scenes interviews and footage and all that good stuff from the mm -hmm. film. That's called Backstage Pass. Yeah. So you can check that out. And that actually goes to support me as an independent filmmaker. So I commend that to you. Yeah. Um, what was the second question? Oh, so the, the link. So what we'll do is in the Facebook Live, uh, we'll get you, Jessica, to come back and put the link so people can connect. But is there a URL? Is there a specific place that people can go? Yes, if you go to isurvivedikdg.com, so www.isurvivedikdg.com, everything is through there, Fabulous. including free access to the film, which uh, comes courtesy of our distributor, Exploration Films. Mm -hmm. So you can Google Exploration Films or go to that URL and get redirected from there. And um, if you want to get in touch with me, uh, you can just yep go to that same website and um, send me an email. It comes straight through to me. Yeah, fabulous. And Jessica, what's what's next for you? I mean, I know you're you're obviously really getting behind this documentary, but have you kind of thought what what next? What other projects you're going to be working on? Yeah, I um I really feel that long term God's called me to cultivate more um Christian storytelling in the mm. documentary space. Uh, documentaries these days are just exploding you know mm. netflix is doing documentaries like nobody's business people aren't going out to a cinema to watch documentaries but they're wanting to watch them at home mm. and so that's such an opportunity and i feel like god is like um you know kind of making the path straight for us and in, in front of us in this industry the the thing that is necessary is um like anything else, funding capital yeah. to actually make that happen. Yeah. So I've got tons of different ideas of things I would like to get into development. Uh, unfortunately, I'm kind of still trying to pay back the, this film for, you yeah. know, uh, the, pay into that. So um, for now, I'm um, I'm just looking to, to, to find work here in Australia in the industry yeah. and um, just hope God continues to, to, to see those other ideas if it's his will. 
uh, so I can can continue on in that in the future. Yeah, it is massive if you think of uh, Netflix and some of those other online, you know, on demand. That really is where the future is, isn't it? Like no, no longer is it uh, when 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 we decide to have this program on, then you'll be able to view it. It's like when we want to watch it for as long as we want to watch it, and by the way, without all of the ads as as well. Um, but there's nothing better, I think, than for someone who's got the gifts of being able to weave together a story that makes a difference in the lives of people who are viewing that. I think there, if you think about the lot of the content that we are, that we have to consume, it actually has us feeling quite negative. I think so. Positive, making a difference, influential, and of course. Uh, you know, if it's God honouring too, is, is certainly content that we want to see more of. So one of the things I do for all of my guests, and I'll be honoured to do that for you today, uh, Jessica, is just to finish up with a word of prayer. Could I do that today? I would love that. Thank okay, you. let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity that we could spend some time with Jessica and hearing how through uh, different stages and seasons of her life, you've been able to develop in her the creativity that now has uh, come about into the production of this documentary. Father, we just want to uphold Jessica and everybody that has been involved in this documentary. Will you continue to bless them? Father, will you continue to open doors that people who can get behind her and that can fund and that can really see the vision? We pray that they will hear about her, that they will watch the, the documentary and reach out to her. Father, um, there are so many noises and, and movies that are not honouring to you. And, and Father, we just want to uphold Jessica and her gifts and strengths that uh, she can continue to make documentaries that honour you. Father, we just want to ask this in the precious name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you for coming on the show. I, I love all, that's what I, I just geek out on, all of those behind the scenes and, and just finding out more about how people do their work. And, you know, I think when we realise even though we may be in different industries, like some people that we've had on the show have been artists and, and creatives, others have been accountants. Uh, the challenges that we can face in business and in ministry, you know, whether we are in the church or ministry in business, it's all a ministry, uh, a yeah. ministry in film, uh, it, we can still have the same challenges. But we still have the one God that we that we honour and love, the same Bible that we, that we go to for all of the answers and uh, it's great that you've been able to, to share that today, your journey and uh, continue to pray for many blessings as this message gets out and continues to impact many people all over the globe. So once again, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Emery. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklists to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.